Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 47 of the Head to Head Podcast. In this edition of the podcast, I'm talking all things about the Houston Rockets. For the second straight year in a row, they failed to make the NBA Finals by losing to the Golden State Warriors. This year, though, it's a lot different as last year they lost in the Western Conference Finals. This year, they lost a round earlier in the Western Conference semifinals. And the main reason for that is because they could not become the third seed in the West, and they fell to fourth. And Portland, who was in the Western Conference Finals, got that third seed. What was different about this year after proclaiming that they were the team that could beat the Golden State Warriors? Well, I think a lot of things are different this year. And I think some of the reason the Houston Rockets are getting destroyed by the media is their own self-inflicted harm. Daryl Morey self-proclaiming that he was the genius who could take down the Golden State Warriors for the last year and a half, basically. I think that's his biggest downfall as a general manager. He made the expectations so high for Mike D'Antoni, for Chris Paul, and for James Harden. Listen, Chris Paul and James Harden are two of the very best players ever to not get NBA Finals or to not even have a ring or to even go to the biggest games. They are two of the best. They are Hall of Fame talent. They are arguably top 100 players in NBA history. Arguably. I'm not saying they definitively are. But you can definitely make that argument. And they deserve to be put on a pedestal. They do. But the expectations for this team never really should have been this high in the first place. They're coming off in an offseason where they didn't add anything. They lost Trevor Ariza, their best defender. They would have at least been the two seed in the West if Trevor Ariza had stayed in the Western Conference with the Rockets. I 100% believe that. They didn't have enough guys whose job was to play defense. They had not enough guys to play defense, basically, in my opinion. They just, they didn't come back with the same roster, and they they didn't add to it. They lost. They did not add to their roster, and to me, that is the story of the Houston Rockets. They didn't add, and they lost talent, and the expectations were still so high, and they start off the season terribly with James Harden struggling, Chris Paul injured, then James Harden gets hot, he becomes an MVP candidate, and now we all expected them to at least get back to the Western Conference Finals. All the meanwhile, Daryl Morey still proclaiming after all this time that his main goal is to beat the Golden State Warriors. Well, buddy, you didn't reach that goal, and this year you lost in a round earlier than the year before. Listen, I think Mike D'Antoni can get a lot of the blame here. I think he's an offensive coach who's never quite gotten the best out of his players on defense. Listen, with Steve Nash and the Suns and Amari Stoudemire, he's had great duos before. It doesn't matter what you give him. You give him Kobe Bryant and Dwight Howard, he'll find a way to make them not a good defensive team. I think the expectations for the Houston Rockets were their own expectations that the media were starting to buy into. I never thought this season at all that the Houston Rockets were real title contenders. But they kept making you believe that they were because you want to believe. This is the thing about basketball. You want to believe that there are basketball geniuses. Like for this season, I bought into the fact that Kyrie Irving might be a basketball genius. We've all bought into the fact that Daryl Morey might be the basketball genius, the genius guy who can defeat the Golden State Warriors in their game. 
And listen, they shoot all the frees in the world. They can shoot all the frees in the world. They can take all the frees in the world. Again, keep doing it all you want, all frees all the time. But guess what? It's a matter of who's taking those shots. And I would rather Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and even Draymond Green taking those shots than I would than Chris Paul or James Harden. That's no knock on those players. Those are two of the best players of my generation. They are entertaining to watch, but there is no stat that is going to make James Harden clutch. Think about that game for the Rockets. Chris Steph Curry goes scoreless for an entire half of Game 6, and he scores 31 points in clutch time, and that's the reason the Golden State Warriors one and six, and it didn't even go seven. Could you ever imagine James Harden having that kind of performance? No, because when James Harden has an off night, it's usually a really, really off night. He never seems to recover. Steph Curry is calm, cool, and collective. He has it factor. James Harden is an all-time great scorer. He just lacks it. Some guys have it that makes them winners. James Harden is great, but he is clearly not a winner. Steph Curry is 100% a winning player. Is James Harden a winning player? In my estimation so far, no. Can he be the main guy on a winning culture type team? I think the answer to that is no. I think he needs to be in a superstar-driven team or something. Chris Paul can't be his number two. Clearly, we've all realized that. Think about what happened between this year and last year. Last year, they were without Chris Paul, and they went seven. And we all thought if they had Chris Paul, they would have won that. Well, now the roles were reversed. The Golden State Warriors were without arguably their best player in Kevin Durant. And the Golden State Warriors won without him. So the Warriors proved they could do it without Durant. The Rockets couldn't prove that they could do it without Paul. So even if you were a Rockets fan and you thought you were... You were cheated of an all-time great series when Chris Paul got hurt. The roles were reversed, and the Warriors, because they have it, they proved they could win without their all-time great player, and you could not. That is the difference. The Golden State Warriors feel like a team. The Houston Rockets feel like two great basketball players. Just picking and choosing when their time is. It seems like Chris Paul and James Harden are never on the same page at the same time. If one is on a hot streak, the other one is most certainly not. It's James Harden's team, clearly, and Chris Paul is trying to fit into it. With the Warriors, you you can have arguments about whose team it is. They feel more like a team, and the Rockets feel more like a one-man show and sometimes a two-man show. But the Warriors are a true team, and the Rockets are not. Clint Capella, is, he's, he was useless against the Warriors. He had a tough postseason, in my opinion. He's, one, he's a really good big. He's not an $80 million big. It reminds me of when the Cavaliers signed Tristan Thompson to $80 million. Signing those guys and taking up that much of the cap for those kind of players is a mistake, in my opinion. You can do that when you're the Cavs because you had LeBron. Guess what? The Houston Rockets don't have LeBron. They have James Harden, and it's not worth investing that much into Clint Capella. Eric Gordon, another really good player on their team. I like Eric Gordon. I don't love him. I don't love Eric Gordon's game. He's on and off again. His five years with the Pelicans or the Hornets or whatever they were back then were pretty bad. I know he's evolved into like the second best six man this year he's not really a six man because he started most of the games but still so, so many other teams Austin Rivers is nice 
but whatever. The, the roster is ill-constructed, in my honest opinion, on the Houston Rockets. P.J. Tucker is clearly their best defender. They have Mon Schumpert. And then they have guys on offense like Nene and Gerald Green who are taking up way too many shots. It's okay to have the philosophy of let's take all the three-pointers in the world. But you have to have the right guys doing it. And guys like Schumpert and guys like P.J. Tucker, even though they're really good defenders, are not really good shooters. And Nene, I'm sorry, in today's basketball is weak. He's an okay scorer for a big man, but he plays zero defense. He's kind of like a weak man's Ennis Cantor, and he's a lot older, and the Houston Rockets are playing him as like their primary backup big. The Houston Rockets also added Kenneth Fareed, who, by the way, no one in basketball is able to Kenneth Fareed is a dinosaur in today's climate of big men. He can't shoot. He's not a really good scorer at the basket. He's just there to rebound. He's kind of become Nerland's Noel in the later part of his career, even though Nerland's Noel is young. I think they're at the exact same point of their careers. Listen, Nene had a really good career with the Nuggets. He should not be a primary backup big for your team. They were not going to compete with this year's Golden State Warriors team or this year's Bucks team or for that matter even this year's Raptors team. They're not one of the top four teams in the NBA because of their ill construction. But we were we were led to believe that by their leader, by the guy we all want to believe is a basketball genius who's come up with this formula that taking 80 million three-point shots is the way to beat the Warriors, beat them at their own game. Daryl Morey. It's not about beating the Warriors at their own game. It's about choosing the right people to compete against the Golden State Warriors. And the Golden State Warriors have Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. And you come up with James Harden and Chris Paul, who are fantastic players. But that duo was never going to beat those four guys. Even when it was only three guys, I still preferred the Warriors over that duo. Listen, I find it interesting what's happened with that duo because last year when Chris Paul joined the Rockets, everyone said that was a nil fit. They weren't going to play well together. And then we were all kind of amazed that they won 60-something games. And they absolutely played terrifically together, even in the playoffs. I believe if Chris Paul played that series, maybe things would have turned out differently. But the roles were reversed, and you still couldn't beat the Golden State Warriors. The Rockets are going to be one of those teams that probably should have won it all and haven't. Now the Rockets have James Harden in this super mega contract, and he's worth every penny. He is. He carried this team. They probably shouldn't have even gone this far when Chris Paul was hurt for a chunk of the season. I thought they were terrible to watch at the beginning of the season, and he got them out of the route. He can he can truly control what happens with your team. He can control the pace of the game. He can score. He went on that streak of 40 points games and triple-doubles and nonsense, and he put up historical numbers the likes of which I've never seen. That's all great. He's great to have on your team. Again, he doesn't bring much to you defensively, but I'm into it. Chris Paul, they they are trapped in the Chris Paul realm. This is what Chris Paul is going to be like for the next few years. He's going to miss a ton of games, and he might not be there when you need him best. But when you give Chris Paul a four-year, $160 million extension, that's what's going to happen. So you have, what, three or four more years of Chris Paul, a long time to go with James Harden. You've got to you've got to get role players around this team who are better. I don't think you can bring back Austin Rivers. I think the only guys you're going to bring back from this group, to me, are P.J. Tucker and Clint Capella. Those are the key guys you need to bring back. Eric Gordon, I think you bring back. But the rest of it, like, changed 
the duo. Get better three-point shooters. Get guys who are better defenders. Maybe bring back a guy who's going to be a free agent this offseason. I don't know. Goes by the name of Trevor Ariza, who was your best defender. Trevor Ariza last year was a thing that made the Golden, I mean the Houston Rockets different. So last year, the Rockets had P.J. Tucker, Luke Bahamute, a really good defender, and... Trevor Ariza, they had three guys play great perimeter defense. That is why they were a threat to the Golden State Warriors. This year, they had one guy, and maybe Shumpert at times, who could defend the Golden State Warriors well. James Harden and an aging Chris Paul are not going to be able to defend Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, even without Durant. We've learned that. If I were the Houston Rockets, I'm no genius like Daryl Morey. But I would put together a group of guys who can shut down perimeter. Get great perimeter defense. That is how you are going to beat the Golden State Warriors. It wasn't because of your three-point shooting last year that you were able to compete. It was that you had Trevor Ariza, Maba Mute, and P.J. Tucker shutting down guys on the perimeter. The Golden State Warriors were so much better on defense last year. It's ridiculous the decline of this year's compared to last year's. And people still believed in the hype of this year's. I give Daryl Morey all the credit in the world for making me believe in this team. Even when I never should have. They never should have been... Believe, but James Harden goes on that streak, and you start to believe, oh, wow, this is the Rockets team of last year. They were never the Rockets team of last year. They were never going to be the Rockets of last year. And the only way they can get back to that is to get better guys on defense. Austin Rivers is a good defender. I might bring him back, but I got to add a guy. And I think the guy I might add is a guy I've already had, Trevor Ariza, or get somebody Trevor Ariza-like. Maybe draft a guy. I don't know. You need better defenders around James Harden and Chris Paul, because if you're going to go up against these teams, if you're going to go up against Dame Lillard, if you're going to go up against Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, the best point guards in the league, you can't have those two defending them. If you want those two guys to put all the load on them on offense, you're going to have to ease them into the defense. James Harden cannot be guarding cannot be guarding Steph Curry and Glay Thompson anymore. I'm sorry. Get as many guys build on the perimeter because that was your success of last year. It wasn't some math equation. Even though you want to believe it's because of Riza and Mabamute and and even P.J. Tucker can shoot freeze, that wasn't what made you excellent. It was that those guys played shut down defense. Last year's team was so good on defense with Clint Capella. Even with Ryan Anderson at times. Get more guys like that. Yes, their shooting freeze is is unique and it's an it's not a necessity. It's an it's it's what you want. The necessity is that those guys can play defense. The Rockets want all these guys to shoot freeze. What they need is guys to play defense. James Harden might very well win his second MVP. He is a top five player in this league. I want to see him get a ring. He's one of those guys I am rooting for because, again, I've done a whole podcast how I think he's the smartest player in basketball. He can play to the refs. He can play to the shot. He can travel if you think, but he'll score on those threes. He's he's amazing and he's entertaining to watch, even though he's not the most athletic guy. 
I am rooting for James Harden to win. But my main point is I don't think James Harden is going to win with Mike D'Antoni as his coach. I think I wouldn't make it maybe this year. I'd give Mike D'Antoni one more year with these guys, but I'm not going to buy fully into the Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni has done some really good things. Make James Harden his primary ball handler. That was a genius move. He led the league in assists that first year they were together. Now he's led the league in scoring. He did what to James Harden what he did with Steve Nash. Well, guess what? Steve Nash didn't win a ring. Yes, he got all the the glory of being two-time MVP, but at some point, you got to put up or shut up, and maybe it's time to shut up with Mike D'Antoni. I mean, how many times do we have to see Mike D'Antoni with the Knicks, with the Lakers, with the Suns, now with the Houston Rockets? It's just time to move on. Get maybe a younger head coach. Get maybe like a Nick Nurse type that the Raptors have. I don't know. I don't know the guy, but I think there's someone out there who can coach this team better. Get somebody who cares about defense to match the Golden State Warriors in some way. I mean, his rotations were... I'm so sick of the eight-man Mike D'Antoni rotations where really on the Houston Rockets, it mattered what four guys did. They don't feel like a team. Eric Gordon, it mattered. Chris Paul, it mattered. James Harden, it mattered. Clint Capella, it mattered. After that, P.J. Tucker, after those like four guys... Who else on the team impacted the season at all? None of them had really good seasons. It's just the matter of fact. I mean, yes, at times, Amon Shumper was an impact, but not consistently. He's never built a really good bench. With the Phoenix Suns, he had Boris Diaw and Leandro Barbosa. I know I'm going far back here, but he's never had good benches. He's had seven guys a year impact the team. While Golden State Warriors have created guys like Patrick McCaw who come out of nowhere and help out Kyle Looney, who is Mike D'Antoni developing into a rotational player? He's just using these veterans, getting some really good minutes out of them, and then they're tired at the end of the season. Yes, I believe James Harden was probably tired out at the end of this basketball season. He has gone like 82 every single year of his career. He's played max minutes. He's doing all the scoring. LeBron is able to rest. James Harden is getting zero rest time. Nobody is talking about this, but while other guys like Steph Curry are able to sit entire fourth quarters, James Harden has to put the entire Houston Rockets on his hand because Chris Paul is in and out of the lineup, and the rest of the guys are minimal rotational players who have zero impact. If James Harden goes down for the Rockets, they are no longer an even decent team. Let's say next year they go all 82 with just Chris Paul in this rotation. Are they even going to win 40 games? I can make the argument they wouldn't even make the playoffs. James Harden is the heart and soul of this team. Well, I will make him shoulder much of the blame for his ill play, his inconsistency in the playoffs. He's clearly not the same time, not the same guy when it comes to the playoffs, but he is an, he is a great player. He needs more help. And that is Mike D'Antoni's job. Again, I ask you, who has Mike D'Antoni turned into a really good rotational player since he's gone to Houston? No one. Yes, he's gotten the best out of Harden and Paul. Those were already well-established superstars. He doesn't develop rotational players, thus putting the load on guys, while also losing guys like Mabamute and Trevor Ariza, his best defenders. He's not developing any of these guys into really good defenders. 
maybe that's Daryl Morey's job to get him rotational players, but he's not turning anyone into one. He's not. And the Houston Rockets are not going to win until they feel more like a team and not a band with two guys or four guys. They need to feel more like a team because the Golden State Warriors feel like a team and the Houston Rockets, well, they feel like the Houston Rockets and that's not good for them. They they went from a 60-win team to a 46-win team. I think they won 47 exactly. Listen, I don't know what's next for the Houston Rockets. I think they'll be a top four team next year. I hope to see them make drastic moves this offseason to extend their opportunity to compete. Yes, if Kevin Durant leaves the Golden State Warriors, that makes the wild, wild west wide open. And we shall see if the Houston Rockets will take advantage of that opening and become the top tier team of the West. Only time will tell if the Houston Rockets will prove it to them. They got to prove it. James Harden has to prove it. And Chris Paul has to prove it. Mike D'Antoni has to prove it. But most of all, Daryl Morey, you have to prove it. Thanks again for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. Again, I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the Head to Head Podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And hey, check out my Chatter Podcast Network, home of the Head to Head Podcast, and my other movie slash TV podcast, Pop Culture Spotlight. Check them out on Apple Podcasts and iTunes type in chatter podcast network and please rate review and subscribe thanks 